Saturday night, and we are live. A full 55 minutes worth of fury. Welcome, Christian Television Network. I'm going to push this real quick because I always seem to forget if I don't do it at the top. Make sure that you like and share, like and share, like and share. If you are on social media, especially if you are on Rumble, they probably will not let you share it. If you are on Facebook, definitely won't let you share it. If you're on YouTube, we're going to delete it right after the show anyway, because we have to probably well on Facebook also, because they just strike us and endlessly ban us. So on Rumble, like and share, like and share. Let's try to get this to 1,000 viewers live as quickly as we possibly can on Rumble, on Rumble. All right, let's hop right into it. Now I'm going to just go go right into what I talk about all the time and show you many tactics of the leftist, globalist, bourgeois, elitist agenda, which is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system in conjunction with Revelation chapter 13 and Revelation chapter 14. Leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point, that access point controlled by tyranny that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. That is what, that's Revelation. 13 16 and 17 and verse 18 says here is wisdom let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast for it is the number of a man his number is 666 so we ought to have wisdom about what is going on around us we as christians should have the discernment of the holy ghost and be able to see around us the unfolding of the book of revelation the unfolding of the mark of the beast we ought to have the revelatory ability to see that see that now this came out with covid and with vaccine with vaccinations the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of god for they are foolishness to him nor can he know them for they are spiritually discerned and that's first corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 people couldn't even see the unfolding of the i'm talking about the christian evangelical church and i'm not just talking about america i'm talking about worldwide they couldn't even see the unfolding of the book of revelation namely the mark of the beast right in front of their eyes where you have vaccine passports what i call qr coded marks of the beast on your phones where you couldn't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your vaccine passport. That was in Italy, the entire European Union, the entirety of Canada, New York City, the entirety of Australia, and numerous other locations. And people inside the evangelical movement couldn't even see it. So hopefully people are willing to take their masks off, literally or figuratively, get prayed to have that vaccine leached out of their body, and hopefully they're ready for some revelatory truth, the word of God. In order to get that revelatory truth, you have to be broken and contrite. The Lord is nigh unto them who are of a broken heart and save us such as be of a contrite spirit. You can't keep claiming that you were right or you can't keep pretending that you didn't cave. You must repent of the masking, of the vaxing, of the locking down because that is all part of the globalist leftist narrative and agenda to leverage you into the mark of the beast, a one world commerce system. All right, let's go into this now. Joe, we're going to look at the many, many tactics of this. Now, here, of course, is the United Nations, and we'll go into this tactic. Children's Health Defense video, Global Takeover, the United Nations pushes for a disturbing power grab. Play for me, Will. The United Nations has come out with its own suggestion to um, give enormous power to the U.N. Secretary General in the event of some other emergency, global emergency. So in March, the UN issued this brochure, which said we need a, what they called an emergency platform. They didn't define it very well. 
But this emergency platform would then enable the leaders of the UN to start directing the whole world what to do in the event of a what they called a global shock. So what are the global shocks? Well, um, two of them are pandemics and biological warfare, which is what these exactly what these two WHO documents are supposed to be responding to. So you can see right there, the UN is, is saying, gee whiz, what happens if the WHO thing doesn't go forward? But then they've come up with all sorts of other sort of crazy potential global catastrophes, climate change, supply chain disruptions, cyberspace disruption, an event in outer space. Obviously, if it's in outer space, it's not on the planet. So why do we have to worry about it? And then unforeseen black swan event, which means they want the right to declare one of these emergencies for any unspecified event. And, and this is a problem because not only do we have to be concerned about the WHO, but now we have to be concerned about the UN itself. That's because the WHO is actually run by the UN. They're one and the same. And Joe Biden just signed us over. And by the way, just like I always tell you, this, these, these dates are actually etched in stone. In July, on July 11th of this year, our banks switch over to a certain measure of central bank digital currency. That starts July 11th. That starts basically a month and 10 days from right now. Well, today's what, the fourth? So really a month and seven days from right now. And, this, and, and Joe Biden's pandemic treaty, in other words, he handed over all of our medical sovereignty to the World Health Organization. That starts in April of 2024. It's ratified before Biden has to run for president again. It's like he, has to, doesn't, he doesn't have to be concerned about the debt ceiling whatsoever because all of the, of the caving Republicans, he doesn't have to worry about that until after, he's, until after hopefully he's not reelected, but until, until after he runs for president again. And he'll be able to ratify the WHO's pandemic treaty in April of 2024. And this is the same thing. The WHO is run by the United Nations. They are one and the same and all majorly funded by the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and of course, the United States also. But this is just basically handing over power to the agency that controls the WHO's pandemic treaty. So just more centralization of power in basically in third world, uh, third world hands. People, you're talking about uh, Tetros Gabriasis, who is the former Ethiopian terrorist uh, group leader. That, that's who runs the World Health Organization. And, and I can't pronounce his last name, the one who runs the, the United Nations. I know his name, but I can't pronounce it. It'll be a mess. But, he, you know, he, he himself is just a leader of a third world, a, a third world, uh, part of a third world nation. The, I mean, why would these people have governance over the United States of America? Joe Biden is surrendering. You don't think Joe Biden is going to be able because you have to be deemed as reasonable. There's nothing more reasonable than signing over all of your sovereignty to the United Nations and their emergency platform. I can't believe that Christians can't see this. I can't believe that conservatives can't see this. I honestly can't. As you watch, yeah, Antonio Gutierrez or something like that is the head of the, of the UN. Gutierrez, I'm doing the best I can with that. But anyway, that you would just hand over all of our sovereignty to third world dictators. That's, that's, who, that's who Gibriasis is. That's who Tetros is. That's, that's who Gutierrez is. This is third world, WEF, CCP, uh, PLA, Klaus Schwab controlled, Third world leaders who are doing this all for the love of money, which is the root of all evil. 
But they're handing them, so they want, the UN wants to be able to have an emergency platform, what they call to be able to govern a quote unquote global shock. Did we not just see this? I can't believe people can't see skid greasing. I honestly can't be good. Remember now, as, I've always, as I'm always saying, there's no trial balloons, there are attempts. The last thing was an attempt. It didn't take, listen, a lot of our rights are gone. We have the government collaborating with the media, man, uh, vaccine mandates, forced masking, forced closures, a lot, and, and now people just went ahead and complied, and, and 99.9% of the evangelical, com, evangelical community complied, the evangelical right, complied, just locked down your churches without even, even asking why, or even asking who it is that's telling me to lock down. Where does Anthony Fauci stand politically? That, ought to, uh, that should have been asked by every evangelical Christian, but nobody did. Where does Deborah Burks uh, stand politically? Nobody on the evangelical right even asked those questions, except for a few noted exceptions like Rodney Howard Brown, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, Arthur Pulaski, people like that. Basically, everybody else closed. I will never close. I will never mask. I will never vax, period. I don't care about the UN's uh, emergency platform, Global Shock. I don't care. And they're using all sorts of excuses. Here, here's what qualifies as a global shock. Of course, pandemic two. We got that one. We know that's coming through, through Bill Gates and his, his Sears, S-E-E-R-S. That's, that's going to be the new COVID-19. That's going to be the next attempt in his contagion, his catastrophic contagion convention, which mirrors very much like Event 201, which they're planning really Another event, 20, event 201, we'll just call it event 202, to roll out CBDCs and to do a WHO, because the WHO just, we just had the pandemic treaty assigned, um, that's, that's been signed onto by Joe Biden, ratified in a, a year from now. They're talking about doing a practice, a tabletop exercise of the new pandemic treaty and how the new pandemic treaty will govern a world global shock. Because the, the WHO is owned by the United Nations. The WHO is the United Nations. There's no, differentiate, there's no differentiating between the two. But some of the qualifi- qualifications for a global shock are climate change, pandemics, cyber disruptions, supply chain disruptions, and some sort of space event. And I've got another one for you because what they're really going to do is attack the power grid. That's what's coming. And will you lock down this time? Will you comply? Will you, do, will you sign up to have your thermostat monitored afterwards? To have your thermostat centrally controlled so that they can turn up and down, turn your thermostat, which will lead then to them controlling your power box where they can turn your power on and off as they see fit. That's the plan. They want to crash the electric grid so that you come to them for a solution. Cause the problem, they'll blame it on white supremacist terrorists that don't exist, no videos, no pictures, never happens, but according to Christopher Ray and Joe Biden, this number one existential threat to America is white supremacist terrorism that never happens. But those are the ones they allegedly will shut down the power grid. I'm gonna go over this in a minute, hopefully I get to it. But that's what, that, that's, that's what they're gonna do. And then in order, for, they'll cause the problem and then offer you their solution is, you know what? We can keep these, we can keep these white supremacist terrorists off of your power grid, if we just know everything there is to know about you, put you on, put you on basically a CBDC, a, a social credit system, so to speak, where they have control of your thermostat and your power. They can just say, you're like, Tom, they already have control of your power. If they want to shut it off, they can. I, I agree. That's why they want you to have electric vehicles. You don't vote right, you don't drive. You don't vote right, you have no AC. 
That's why they want all these things. So I said, this is all, I could spend three hours talking about this. So I said that you had the UN, it's all part of the global narrative, the global agenda to leverage you into a one world commerce system. You gotta listen, leverage you into a one world commerce. Listen, I wanna tell all the Christians that are watching on the Christian television network who are tempted to turn me off because I'm just too loud, too bombastic, too flat. Listen, this is the Bible. This is not right-wing conspiracy theory. Have some guts for once and actually listen to somebody who doesn't speak in a monotone, sedated voice. Actually have some guts and actually become, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. It's not, it's not calm and sedate. It's quick, it's powerful and sharp. If your church isn't like that, you're going to the wrong church. You have the wrong pastor at the wrong church. But I've told you this is part of a global initiative. A global agenda with many, many tactics, pandemics, climate change, transgenderism, gun grabbing. It's all part of the same agenda, but using different, different tactics to accomplish the same agenda. So that's the UN and their, future, their emergency platform, which is right in conjunction with the WHO's pandemic treaty, where we lose sovereignty over any emergency. It's not just pandemics. It's over any emergency. There's a, there's a climate emergency. They've got, they've got their finger in the air and they tell you there's too much CO2. They're going to just shut down the economy. Sh- yeah, shut down the economy, lock you in, tell you you can't go to church, can't tell you you can't breathe in the air. Oh, that can't happen. It's already happened. They've already, they've already tested it. They already know it's going to happen. And again, it wasn't a trial balloon. If it was up to them, we'd all still be masked. We wouldn't be masked. We'd all be walking around in bio suits except for not being in church. Definitely not voting for Donald Trump. We'd all be controlled, all locked down, all in electric vehicles, all in our cubicles, right? And that's where we would all be at right now, three years into 15 days to flatten the curve. But we, the many of us resisted. So the, there you have the United Nations. That's their, that's their pandemic side, how they want to control you during what they call a global, sh- global shock. And of course, it's not just pandemics. Like I said, it's climate change. It's cyber disruptions, great disruptions and everything else. So that's that side of the agenda. This is just from the UN. Told you many different tactics to the same agenda. So now there's also the, the sexual perversion part of the agenda, i.e. transgenderism, where you have 38-year-old men taping up their private parts and twerking them in front of eight-year-old girls at the behest of the Democratic Party with the approval of the Democratic Party. You got Kevin Bacon and his wife just singing the praises of 38-year-old twerkers in front of eight-year-old girls' faces. Like, it could never get this bad. I mean, you know, a lot of us never... Listen, the reason why it's this bad now... Is because everything was escalated via COVID-19 because they saw that everybody would simply comply. They told the church, the church in America with our Bibles and with our constitution to lock down and nobody questioned it outside of me, outside of Rodney Howard Brown, outside of Jonathan Shuttlesworth, Tony Spell, Archer Pulaski, Greg Locke, a few exceptions. All, name the other ones who didn't comply. Name anybody that didn't comply. There isn't anybody. They all complied and they're ushered in the QR coded marks of the beat. They ushered in CBDCs and social credit systems because the social credit system and CBDC infrastructure was put in place by the vaccine mandate, by the vaccine passport infrastructure. It's all in place. So the UN wants to control you during what they consider to be a global shock, but they also also are ushering, ushering in their sexual perversion agenda. All the same agenda with different tactics. All right, go to the next, go to the slide for me, Will. Here, this is, this is from the United Nations, from their International Commission of Jurists. 
So these are the these are actual judges and lawyers and police officers that work uh, as as advisors, judges, lawyers, law enforcement officers that actually work for the UN, that advise the UN. And this is what they came up with. This is not a year ago. This is now. They are about to vote on this in the UN. It's called, and it's again, from the International Commission of Jurists. The 8 8 March Principles for a Human Rights-Based Approach to Criminal Law Prescribing Conduct from the United Nations Associated with Sex Reproduction, Drug Use, HIV, Homelessness, and Poverty. Now, let me read you. Let me read you. This is from Principle 16. You can leave that up, Will, because I want people to remember that. You can look this up. Principle 16 from the United Nations. And we put this on the podcast in even greater detail a few weeks ago. Just like you have California, who's about to vote on being able to kill your baby 28 days after it's born. That's about to be voted on in California. This is about to be voted on. Uh, Principle number 16 from the eight March principles. There's not just eight. I don't know why they named it the eight March principles, but whatever. Moreover, sexual contact involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual, in fact, if not in law. In this context, the enforcement of criminal law should reflect the rights and and capacity of 23, the the eight March principles for a human rights-based approach to criminal law prescribing conduct associated with sex, reproduction, drug use, and blah, blah, blah. Persons under 18 years of age to make decisions about engaging in consensual sexual conduct and their right to be heard in matters concerning them. Pursuing to their evolving capacities and progressive autonomy, persons under the age of 18 should participate in decisions affecting them with due regard to their age, maturity, and best interests with and with specific attention to non-discrimination and guarantees. So they're talking about allowing pedophilia. They're allow- they want people under the age of 18 to be able to consent to sex with adults. That is against the law. And where did they, you notice how they just left it very ambiguous? Just people under the age, they want it to be. If you're wondering why, and see, nothing is, as Steve Bannon always says, there are no conspiracies, but there are no coincidences. You really think it's coincidental that we suddenly in the last three years, and it's all because of the three years of 15 days to flatten the curve. Where all of us, well, not all of us, all of many, many people, I'm probably preaching the choir, not many of you watching this podcast, complied to all the COVID mitigations. But they saw that everybody would comply because 99.9% of people did, did comply. The same, same as the survival rate of COVID, 99.9%. So they saw that people would comply. So like, you know what? Let's move our sexual perversion agenda forward. This is the United Nations talking about legalizing pedophilia. A 10-year-old having sex with a 37-year-old. That's what they're talking about here. That is what this is all about. Do you think it's really, do you really think, and you're afraid as a pastor to talk about this from the pulpit? You're not concerned about a 10-year-old girl being raped by a 38-year-old and the UN is stipulated as being legal? You're not, you don't believe that that is your, how can a 10-year-old be married to a 38-year-old? Therefore, it is not only sexual sin, the sexual sin of fornication, it's a sexual sin of rape. 
And you don't talk about it from your pulpit because you don't mix politics with the pulpit, which is not a Bible verse. Why be a Christian if you're not going to follow the Bible? So that's what they're telling me. It's, it's not coincidental that you're seeing, again, as you had the proliferation of vaccine mandates, which is the ushering in of the mark of the beast, now you have the proliferation of, of, of transgender drag shows where you have these little tiny kids ushered in by their own parents with men with their privates taped up twerking in front of their faces stripping in front and you have little kids stripping and little kids provocatively dancing this is all on purpose that's who these people are if you look at the degeneration of all societies it always goes sexual sin it starts off with homosexuality Yes, homosexuality is a sin. If you live the life of a homosexual, you're going to die and go straight to hell. Same if you live the life of a fornicator, a heterosexual sinner. I'm an equal opportunity offender because that's what the Bible says. I don't worry about the consequences of the truth. I just actually preach the truth in love. That's it. I don't preach it because I want you to feel bad. I preach it because I want you to repent. But that's what the UN is doing. It's all part. There's different tactics. Well, how can they use transgender, transgenderism and sexual perversion to usher in a one world commerce system? Because they can then insist upon you saying what, you, what must be said or they cut you off. They cut you off from a job. You will, you will declare that women are men and men are women. It's another, man, another uh, MO, another uh, uh, way of controlling you. It's another tactic of control. You will, like they said, you will wear a mask or you can't come in the store. You will get vaccinated. You can't have a job with the federal government or the way that Joe Biden originally wanted it. You can't have a job with a company who employs more than 100 employees. It's a, it's a, it's a tactic of control. It's a control mechanism. You will call women men and men women. You will have transgenders on your board. It's called DEI. It's called CRT. It's a, it's a measure of control. It's a tactic of control. Again, this is all about leveraging you into a one-world commerce system. It's already criminal in Canada to, to maliciously call a man a woman and a woman a man. It already is. I mean, and no, vice versa. If, you, if somebody who's identifying as a woman and as a man, you call him a man. That's a criminal offense in Canada. Same thing in the UK. You can't be out there offending people on the streets. You don't think that this can happen here? It's already happening. All right, let me switch. I'll spend all night on it. All right, Truth Now video. Switching to J6, which is also the, one, of the, one of the tactics of the, of the leftist, bourgeois, elitist agenda, globalist agenda, is to weaponize the DOJ. To, to weaponize, to use, as we're seeing, with the raid of Mar-a-Lago, with basically the indictment, the arrest of Donald Trump for campaign violations, which don't even exist, the arrest and conviction of Steve Bannon, the, the arrest of Peter Navarro, the raiding of Project Veritas and James O'Keefe, the raiding of Rudy Giuliani, the arrest of Roger Stone, the arrest of, of Mike Flynn. It's weaponizing. Where, where are all the leftists being arrested? James Clapper? I mean, James Clapper, John Brennan, Hillary Clinton, Anthony Fauci. Francis Collins all perjured themselves on the House and Senate floor. Well, where, 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 are the, where are the raids? Where are the warrants? Where are the indictments? It's a weaponization 
of the DOJ, the weaponization of the criminal justice system, so they can be used to usher you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point. You will comply or you'll go to jail. Jail for what? Anything we want. Anything we want. That can never happen, Tom, and I'll try not to digress into this. But that can never happen, Tom, because I'll never actually do anything wrong. If they put on a piece of paper, if a Soros bought and paid for, district attorney puts on a piece of paper that you committed a crime, what's going to stop him from arresting you? Well, that the fact that there is no evidence. No, he, it doesn't matter because he's going to take his non-evidence uh, charging document to a blue judge and a blue grand jury and a blue jury and a blue appellate court. How are you going to win? You know, you know, Donald Trump wasn't even allowed to present a defense in Alvin Bragg's New York. Steve Bannon was not allowed to present a defense. Alex Jones was not allowed to present a defense. They just simply weren't allowed. Well, Tom, that's not allowed. Who's going to hold the judge accountable? The appellate blue judge who's over him? We, we, just, we just had our own Supreme Court get rid of, listen, we, we, know, we no longer even have a Fourth Amendment. They just, nine to nothing just allowed the federal government to access your bank records without a warrant. Does everybody know that? Nine to nothing just voted that the federal government, i.e. the IRS, which of course means the CIA, which of course means the FBI, which of course means the ATF, in case you buy a firearm, they can now access your bank records, just like the FBI did with Bank of America over the people who traveled to D.C. for 1-6. So you got to look at this Truth Now video. The J-6 committee doctored the footage by adding in sound to make it more scarier than it was. Play for me, Will. All right, here is the first January 6 committee hearing footage that you might have seen. You're going to get to hear it. Look at that. You hear a lot of sound there, folks, and you see this footage. It's pretty dramatic. Sounds very riotous. It does. Here's the actual footage. It's a silent movie. Same footage, exact oh. camera. We matched the camera to the second, but there's no footage there, uh, no sound footage at all. That footage was thrown in there to create a dramatic movie-like effect. It's no longer evidence now. It's now been turned into a little bit of propaganda. But, uh, it's one thing yeah. if they told the public they did it, right, Amanda? But they don't. Look how, right. look how silent it is. It looks like a 1920s silent movie. Bad behavior being shown there. Look yeah. at the guy kicking the door. These are bad people. But we were, we were given an extra effect that didn't exist on these tapes. Now, in a few seconds, we're going to roll to another, another tape, and you're going to see a similar circumstance, an outside shot of the Capitol, one of the more famous shots that we all remember. And again, there's no sound. Somebody dubbed in the sound afterwards to create it Hollywood style instead of evidence. Here we go. Here's the second footage. Pretty loud. Now watch this. There's no sound. There was no. Why? Because these are closed circuit television cameras. They never had sound. All the committee had to do was tell people, but Amanda, they didn't do that. These are simple security camera, closed circuit TV. They have no sound. It's not like they found the audio somewhere. There was no sound ever. And on that first one, they added words like go, go, go into the Capitol. This was the one six committee headed by Bernie Thompson. Remember with, with, uh, with Adam Kinzinger on there, with Lynn, and Lynn Cheney, uh, Liz Cheney, all those that were on there claiming insurrection, insurrection, they tampered with evidence. That's felony crimes. But the DOJ will never, they tampered with evidence. They, they, added, they added audio to non-audio video. 
And they're not, listen, this is the stuff that we cannot forget. Of course, Merrick Garland is not going to prosecute any of these people for felonious tampering with evidence. We have to hold on to this, keep it, box it up. And when we are in power, when we own the DOJ, I'm just going to love the day because all of these, all of these Democrats on social media, they're just loving that all these Republicans are being arrested, charged, investigated. They love every bit of just wait though. Just wait until it turns on you. When you are hauled to a red state and a red jurisdiction with a red jury and a red judge and a red appellate court and a red Supreme Court, and you have no chance of ever winning. Wait till the tables turn on you. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. These people committed felonious crimes by tampering with evidence, adding audio where there is no audio. Make sure that you understand that. It's not that they found the audio. This is closed circuit TV. There's no audio. There's never has been, never will be any audio. And they use those videos to subpoena Steve Bannon, subpoena Steve Bannon. And again, I mean, I hate to digress into all this because I know those of you who watch this podcast have heard me say this a million times. But just remember that the 1-6 committee had no subpoena power because they did not allow the minority leader, Kevin McCarthy, to appoint his members. They turned down his members, which is Jim Jordan and Jim Banks, turned down the members that he appointed to the 1-6 committee. And they instead appointed Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. That's what Nancy Pelosi did. Therefore, taking away all validity from the committee, taking away the subpoena power of the committee. That's constitutional law. That's precedent constitutional law. So they had no subpoena power. And they arrested, they arrested Steve Bannon for not obeying their subpoena, which they did not have the ability to actually issue. Arrested and convicted him of obstruction of Congress for not obeying their subpoena, a subpoena they weren't lawfully allowed to issue. And they used these doctored videos to issue those subpoenas. Bernie Thompson is a criminal. He knew it happened. Liz Cheney is a criminal. Adam, these are, it's not a matter of right versus left. It's right versus wrong. It's criminal versus non-criminal. Adam Kinzinger is a criminal. Liz Cheney is a criminal. Bernie Thompson's a criminal. They doctored, they altered, they tampered with evidence. And they all need to be arrested. And there's a long statute of limitations. So when we have the DOJ and we got to put, you, we got to put an absolute dog in charge of the DOJ. Next attorney general needs to be merciless. Not lying, not cheating, not trumping up charges. This is wide open. You tampered with evidence. They know they didn't. They used tampered evidence to arrest and convict Steve Bannon. All right, children's self-defense. Again, I'm talking about the myriad of tactics to leverage you into a one-world commerce system. Here's that was weaponized DOJ. Now we have this one. What we are, children's self-defense tweet. What we are talking about here is the active permitting of PFAS contaminated sewer sludge being spread over farmland to create food that that we then consume as Anna Kellis, New York Assembly member. So here's the people, leave this up for me, Will, because I want everybody to see the giant picture of human waste. Human waste brought from a sewage facility that is now being used to grow crops in New York. They're again, allegedly for, for climate change reasons, because of the CO2, that organic fertilizer allegedly emits into the air, 
That's also horrible for the climate and horrible for you, but yet they're going to go to the, to the local sewage plant and get their sewage sludge uh, loaded with bacteria and fungus and disease and spread it all over the crops. See, it's, again, none of their control mechanisms actually make any sense. They use CO2 emissions to control you so they can limit the food supply so that they control the food supply so you have to comply in whatever way they want you to comply to get the food. The less food there is, the less they need to control. And this is their solutions. They're against organic fertilizers, but they'd rather have human waste full of bacteria spread all over the ground. That's who these people are. So let me show you this. Now, another one, if you're going to have a totalitarian system, in other words, leftist, globalist, bourgeois, elitist control, then you've got to have a Goebbels. You've got to have a controlled media. And I know most of us already know the media is controlled, but do we know the extent to which the media is controlled? So this is an Illuminati bot video. World Economic Forum partnered with Google to skew search results. Play it for me, Will partnered with Google, for example, if you Google climate change, you will, at the top of your search, you will get all kinds of UN resources. We started this partnership when we were shocked to see that when we Googled climate change, we were getting incredibly distorted uh, information right at the top. So we, we're becoming much more proactive. Um, you know, we own the science and we think that the world you know, should know it, and and the platforms themselves also do. Um, but again, it's it's it is um, it's it's a huge huge challenge that I think all sectors of society need to be very active in. See, the interesting part, my producer Aaron just brought it up, is that she says we own the science. Nobody owns science because science is supposed to be able to change. If you make assumptions and you can you you assume that science is settled. Then you never, remember, everyone used to think the earth was flat. I'm sorry for those of you that still think it is. They used to think that, they used to think, all, everyone used to think that you're supposed to eat a whole bunch of weed every day. Yeah, that'll make you real healthy. But they, so they allegedly own the science. So the World Economic Forum gets a hold of Google to skew search results. And we all know that Google is bought and paid for Pravda, Pravda Media, Goebbels Media. But just so everybody knows, they're in conjunction with, they're being controlled by the World Economic Forum, just like you had the DOJ meeting with Twitter every week, controlling tweets every week, controlling social media, meeting with Facebook, controlling social media. We do not live in a free country. We live in a country with the veneer of freedom. But it's actually controlled by a very swampy, communistic Washington, D.C. So that covers Google. So I want to show you this litany of, of tweets from Attorney General, Attorney General Andrew Bailey. You're asking, who's Attorney General Andrew Bailey? He is the Attorney General for the state of Missouri. Now, let me just go ahead and elaborate on this. This is what needs to happen. We can, anywhere that social media has touched in the United States or a territory of the United States, Guam or Puerto Rico, it doesn't matter. Any, anybody in that jurisdiction can sue the federal government and bring them to that jurisdiction. That way we get them out of D.C. with their D.C. courts, blue judges, blue juries, blue grand juries, blue appellate courts, blue Supreme Court justices. I mean, state Supreme Court justices. 
That's this is when so you just bring them to Missouri because social media is in in Missouri. So now you bring them to a red jurisdiction and make them answer to the truth. So Attorney General uh, Andrew Bailey, remember the name? This is one of the heroes out there because this is the one of the people who actually has guts, which is why they're trying to take down Paxton in Texas. They're trying to take him down because he confronts the federal government from Texas. So rhino Republicans are trying to get him out of office right now in the state of Texas, trying to impeach him out of office. The federal government, so here's Andrew Bailey, the federal government had a hard time convincing a judge last week that it hasn't been working with and coercing social media companies to censor free speech. Some notable moments from the first hearing in our First Amendment case, Missouri v. Biden. Go to the next one for me. Well, let's do these quick. The judge asked the feds, the judge asked the feds, this is the Biden administration. So whenever you see feds, it is the Joe Biden administration. If they had ever read George Orwell's 1984, pointing out the similarities between the case and the book, the court asked Joe Biden's federal government if all the emails between them and social media companies were real, because it seems like there's a lot there, (laughs) a lot here. The feds were forced to admit that tens of thousands, I repeat, tens of thousands of pages, you think you're receiving the truth from the news? I know I'm preaching to the choir primarily, but if you believe anything that comes from leftist media, which is everything except for some specific sites that I don't have time to go over right now, the feds were forced to admit that tens of thousands of pages of evidence are genuine. All right, go to the next one for me. Which tens of those tens of thousands of pages of evidence were them coercing social media companies, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Am I missing any, Aaron? Facebook, Twitter, YouTube to actually tow the Democratic Party line. The federal government is the Democratic Party. It's not some sort of consortium between Republicans and Democrats. The Republicans are there that admit the Mitt Romneys, the Mitch McConnells, the Lisa Murkowski's, the Susan Collinses, the Lindsey Grahams. They're all actually D's with R's in front of their names. They are controlled. I'm not, I don't know if you want to say controlled right-wingers. They're not right-wing. They're just people playing right wing so that they can more slowly, as as you always hear me espouse here, they're just ushering forward their leftist globalist narrative and agenda in a more palatable way. That's all that they're doing. That's all that the, mainly what the Republican Party does. Yes, I'm Republican. Yes, I'm right wing. Do most, are most Republicans actually conservatives? No, they are controlled opposition. They're not, they're, they're not even really opposition. They're just pretending to be Republicans. That's why they say one thing on the campaign trail and do a completely different thing once they're elected. Because all they're trying to do is usher in this leftist global, globalist narrative. In other words, to usher in a one world commerce system with a singular access point in a more palatable way for you. So that back to this. The judge questioned the feds on several, several hypotheticals, asking... If the First Amendment applied, he asked if an American citizen questioning the safety and efficacy of masks or a vaccine was protected under the First Amendment. The federal government's answer, it could be, but often won't be. The federal government, Joe Biden's government says, the questioning of safety and efficacy of masks, the questioning of a vaccine safety and efficacy is not protected speech. I mean, are are these people Americans? 
Do, they, do these people believe in a democratic republic? Absolutely not. It could be, but often won't be. How could it not be protected speech to question a medical treatment or a medical mitigation? It's worth remembering that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine was limited by the CDC because of safety concerns. But the Fed censored people for expressing concerns about safety. And I'll add a word in there. But the Fed censored people for expressing concerns about its safety. You weren't allowed, even though the, even though the federal government eventually took down the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, you were not allowed to question it or you were banned off of social media. There was doctors on YouTube. And when we first started this podcast, like we have 452 people right now on social media watching live. I don't know how many people are watching on the Christian Television Network. But we started off with eight or 900 people right away because it's a great podcast. Not saying that to do my own horn. It is though. So we started off with that and we were, we were immediately banned. So I, the, the, what happened was the Fed censored people for expressing concerns about, about safety. So as soon as you questioned anything, you were taken down. There was doctors all over. We used to play. We used to play. They were on YouTube, which you can't say a word on YouTube now. They were on YouTube expressing concerns about vaccines, expressing concerns about lockdowns, how they don't work, how 76% of all COVID cases are caught in one's own home, and everybody's sending you there. And masks don't work, and now the definitive, all, all definitive studies about masks have come out and said they don't work at all, not a little bit, not, 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 a, not a little bit, not a tiny little bit, not at all. They don't work at all. But if you, were, you weren't allowed to question that. If you questioned it, you could be taken down. Sorry, go to the next one for me, Will. The judge asked Biden's lawyers that the First Amendment covered Americans' right to say that Biden is responsible for high gas prices and inflation. Their answer, it depends. The judge asked Biden's lawyers if the First Amendment covered Americans' rights to say that Biden is responsible for high, high gas prices and, infl and inflation. You're not allowed to say that Biden caused high gas prices and inflation when Joe Biden caused high prices, uh, 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 high prices for gas and inflation because Joe Biden caused high prices for gas and inflation. He shut down our oil, our domestic oil production. Prices went through the roof. He caused inflation. Why? Why do we have inflation? The mass printing. The, I, I've told you this statistic before. 50% of our current currency, it's hard to say that, of our, of our current circulating currency has been printed over the last two years. Most of our current, well, not 50% of our currency has been printed over the last two years. And you weren't allowed to say that Joe Biden is responsible for inflation? And, there, and, and actual government representatives, government entities actually answered, it depends. It asked if, I gotta just read it again. The judge asked, also asked Biden's lawyers if the First Amendment covered Americans' right to say that Biden is responsible for high gas prices and inflation. And the lawyers answered, these are people who went through years of law school, four years of law school, answered it depends. They went to years worth of studying the Constitution. They went to classes called constitutional law and their answer to that question is, it depends. Let me just tell you something. You're allowed to say whatever you want. If something is defamation, then you can be sued for it. You're still allowed to say it, though. You don't get arrested for it. 
You're allowed to say it. If someone wants to sue you for defamation, that's a civil lawsuit that can take care, be taken care of in civil court. Absolutely fine. But you're allowed to say whatever you want to say. But Joe Biden's attorneys say, no, it, only de- it, it depends on whether you're allowed to say what you want to say. That's the, le- that's the left. And it's not just the left. It's the left and all rhino Republicans, which rhino Republicans now include people like Thomas Massey and Marjorie Taylor Greene and numerous others who just voted for Joe Biden's massive debt increase of four, of $4 trillion dollars of Joe Biden's, you know, the, the debt reduction, I mean, the, uh, the, the, you know, to, to go ahead and increase the debt by $4.4 million, $4.4, I mean, by $4 trillion to increase the debt ceiling, to increase the debt ceiling by $4 trillion. They just voted for that. All right, let's go to the next one. The judge also asked them if the First Amendment applied to Americans' right to say that the 2020 election was stolen. Their answer is, it depends. So you have people, again, that spent four years in law school that have the opinion that if Americans question the validity of an election, that could be illegal. Where would you get that in the Constitution, in the Bill of Rights, in the Declaration of Independence? Where would you get that from? The judge asked them if the First Amendment applied to Americans' right to say the 2020 election was stolen. If you want to sue somebody for defamation, you can, but you still have the right to say it. You remember, understand the difference between defamation and breaking the law. Defamation is a civil crime. It's not a crime. I take back the word crime. It is a civil offense. Then you have criminal, criminal offenses like robbery. So you can say whatever you want. There might be a defamation lawsuit coming your way. There might be, uh, you know, a defamation penalty coming your way, but you're still, and you can't be arrested for defamation. You can be sued for defamation, which is what Alex Jones was erroneously sued for because he was sued for defamation for defaming people who are dead, which can't, that can't happen either, but it doesn't matter because he was dragged in front of a blue judge in a blue jurisdiction with a blue jury, with a blue grand jury, with a blue appellate court. He has absolutely no way to win. That needs to be turned around on the Democrats. So their answer is, are you allowed to say via the First Amendment that the election was stolen? And their answer from Biden's bought and paid for attorneys, it depends that you're, whether you're allowed to say something or not. Their answer is it depends. Are you allowed to say that Biden caused high gas prices and inflation? Are you allowed to say that? Biden's, Biden's attorney's response, it depends. All right, go to the next one for me. Uh, the judge also pointed out that it seemed to be only conservatives who are targeted for their speech. Absolutely. That goes without saying. Who, what liberal is ever taken down? They'll, they'll throw down an occasional liberal. You know, it's, it's one, okay, for every 5,000 conservatives taken down, they'll throw down some token liberal so they can say, oh, look how even it is. It's not even when it's 5,000 to one. The judge also pointed out that it seemed to be only conservatives who are targeted for their speech, asking the feds if they could provide one example of a liberal who was censored due to misinformation. The feds provided only one, only one. I could name, I could name 50. I won't do that because I've only got nine minutes to go, but I could, I could name me. I've been banned. I don't know how many times me and I, right now I've got 454 people watching. On social media. I don't know how many people are on Christian television that we're watching. And I've been, I've been banned. I was banned when I was doing Facebook Lives with 27 people. Banned. They could only come up with one? 
I could name a mere, I could name 60 off the top of my head if I had time. The, the feds provided only one example of a liberal being censored, and that person is a political opponent of Joe Biden. So, you know, the liberal they'll come up with is like a Matt Taibbi, you know, a Glenn Greenwald, who are all established Democrats, who just happen to be traditional liberals who write true, actually write true uh, articles, actually write, do, do true exposés of different topics that don't benefit Republicans or Democrats. They're just the truth. Here's the truth. It's like Taibbi, all he did was chronicle what Elon Musk gave him. Here's the, here's the meetings that Twitter had with the FBI. Here it is, Matt Taibbi. Matt, Matt Taibbi, who voted for Joe Biden, has now been excoriated by Joe Biden. That's why I always tell the leftists, they love everybody being arrested. They love people being banned. Just wait till the powers that be are no longer under your control, and then you're arrested, and then you're banned. Lastly, and perhaps most importantly, the court asked the feds why, why he should believe them when they say they claim censorship has stopped and won't happen again. <laughs> That's what they're saying. So think about this. The federal government has admitted that they censor, but they're not going to do it anymore. People need to go to prison. People need to lose their jobs, their retirements. If they acted in a criminal fashion, i.e. perjured themselves, they need to go to prison. And that is exactly why we are asking the court for a preliminary injunction to halt this vast censorship exercise. Is that it, Will, or is there one more? That's it. Okay, there you go. So I just wanted to cover that with you. This is Attorney General from Missouri, Andrew Bailey. This is turnabout is fair play. If they're going to drag Alex Jones in front of an Austin court, which is all blue, in front of a Hartford, Connecticut court, which is all blue, then we can bring the Biden administration to Missouri. Hopefully Ken Paxton wins in Texas and we can bring him to Dallas and they can answer over and over and over again because see each state's rights were violated when you had the federal government that was actually censoring free speech in whatever state it was. I can right now, we can bring it to Florida because I've been censored. I've been banned. Everything that I've ever said that I was banned for turns out to be true. Every last thing I've been banned for. My church was banned off of YouTube for forever. Then we're, we're back on now because we just made another account, which, you know, I don't care what they say. But we just take all of our stuff down because we'll be banned and they'll just use it. They'll go back four or five months and find something to put a strike on you. We'll never do that to a leftist. But we can bring them to Florida and sue them, Georgia and sue them. Whatever it may be, this turnabout is fair play. And a lot of people, that's not very Christ-like. If they repent, I'll stop. They won't repent. Right, let's go to the next thing. We're talking about really what I call cabal media right now. If you're going to have totalitarianism, totalitarianism, if you're going to have tyranny, then you've got to have a Goebbels and you've got to have a Mengele. This is the Goebbels side. Daily Wire video, CNN news anchor calls, remember now what we had happen with What is a Woman? Yeah, Matt Walsh's documentary on what is a woman, i.e. he's trying to get transgender activists to actually define what is a woman and what, what a woman is via a documentary, and it was banned off of a lot of social media, a lot of social media, but it still was a huge hit because people just bought it. And they were off earlier this week, they were going to put it on Twitter for free, and everybody could watch it, and Twitter banned it. I mean, they just, they did, they banned it. All right, they just said that they weren't allowed, allowed anybody to basically see that it was out. You'd have to find it. Instead of just being able to, you know, normally if Matt Walsh put out, puts something out, all of his, you know, thousands and millions of other people that actually follow, he has 
thousands, hundreds of thousands of followers, but millions of people will actually see it via his hundreds of thousands of followers. But that was banned. He would, nobody would be allowed to see it unless you actually typed in Matt Walsh. So they banned it. Elon Musk got involved and unbanned it. So here's the story behind it. Daily Wire video, CNN Newsacre. Play it for me, Will. Meantime, Twitter's head of trust and safety telling Reuters that she has resigned from the social media company. Ella Irwin, who was in charge of content moderation, stepped down the same day that Twitter blocked and then unblocked access to an anti-trans documentary. Billionaire Elon Musk has faced criticism for lax protections against potentially harmful content since he took over back in October. Anti-trans? How's it anti-trans? You know what Matt Walsh did? He simply went and asked people, what is a woman? And nobody could define it. The people who are at the Women's March can't define what a woman is. Uh, A man who's claiming to be a woman can't define what a woman is, so why don't you just claim to be an it? I guess maybe that's covered in the they, them pronouns, but they can't even define what a woman is. Here's an interesting tweet, Dinesh D'Souza tweet, over 120 million views. And and, and, uh, uh, system producer Will just said a minute ago, Elon Musk, of course, also posted the video. It's got, that's why you're seeing it. Elon Musk with ultra millions and millions of followers. So over 120 million views, senior Twitter executive resigns. A senior Twitter, Twitter executive in charge of banning Matt Walsh's expose down at the bottom, Ella Irwin. She resigns over it. 120, that's a way to make money, isn't it? Actually get a video that gets you 120 million views. You don't consider that to be a success on your platform? You resign over that level of success? That shows you that they're not in it for capitalistic reasons. They're in it, obviously, for globalist, leftist, socialist, communist reasons, control tactic reasons. They want to control your life. Hunter and Aaron just put up, it's 147 million views now. 147 million views. All right, so that's, that's part of Cabal Media. Keeping with Cabal Media here, Vigilant Fox video. The media is an extension of the pharmaceutical industry. Play it for me. The media in our country is an extension of the pharmaceutical industry. 75% of advertising revenues now on the mainstream media are now coming from pharma. And that ratio is even higher for the evening news because the evening news is where you see pharmaceuticals advertised. Anderson Cooper has a $12 million a year annual salary. Well, 10 million of that is coming from Pfizer. Oh, his boss is not CNN. His boss is Pfizer. And, you know, they're, they're unashamed. Of, they're unabashed about it. They say, you know, on his program brought to you by Pfizer. Of course, he's not going to tell you the truth about Pfizer's product. He's going to try to sell them to you. He's going to try to scare the hell out of you by saying, if you don't get this, you're going to die. So there you go. Now, and one, another thing to keep in mind is the FDA, which pimped and hoard the vaccines, almost 50% of their income comes from the companies they regulate. So if 50% of your income comes from the companies you regulate, are you going to regulate them? Absolutely not. All right, Miranda Devine pick. Texas AG Ken Paxson's COVID-19 vaccine investigation could stick it to big pharma execs. You wonder why he's being impeached? Why is he being impeached? Right, look at the date on April 30th, 2023. So about a month ago, this whole Ken Paxson, attorney general for the state of Texas, is being impeached. Wonder why he's being impeached. The pharmaceutical industry is one is, is funding the 75 members of Congress own Pfizer stock. The pharmaceutical industry 
is basically funding everything that we as Christian conservatives oppose. They are funding the opposition to us. Unless, of course, you're a COVID-caving Christian, then you're embracing your oppressor. So you wonder what's behind the impeachment of Ken Paxton in Texas. Go next one for me, Will. FDA launches rumor control. What, what country do we live in? The Food and Drug Administration launches a rumor control website, a rumor control website. Can you believe it? To combat gro- growing spread of health misinformation, the health misinformation that people like me spread, that was the truth the entire time, that was the opposite of everything that they said, and the opposite of everything they said turned out to be the truth. I got six seconds left. Is that it? There we go. Love you all. Back here Tuesday night, 830. God bless you. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lively podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt. Ambient noise is not unbelief. It's what causes unbelief. There's a war going on, but I see, I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members, Romans 7:23 again. What's warring against the law of your mind is ambient noise. What's challenging the law of your mind? The law of your mind is faith. Whatever is challenging faith to you is noise. It's ambient noise. Ambient noise is often what you don't coherently hear. It's things that you don't necessarily know are challenging your faith. Listen, it is not an option. It is imperative that you identify the ambient noise in your life. Imperative, because there's a war that's going on.